Well, grab a seat, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It is time for Flip and Friends. I am your host, Kenneth Davis. You can find me at That's Davis, executive producer of this show, Flip and Friends, and also That Davis Show. with Ryan Bukovetsky. You can follow, follow him at Ryan B. Ski and Ryan B. Ski One, of course, from Second City Sports and also a contributor to We Are Regal Radio. We have Sidney Brown. Follow him at Sid Kid 80 And last but not least, joining the show, friend of the show, we have Jason Kessner. Follow him at J.F. Kessner. Uh, we got a little bit. Oh man, the phone's ringing. You can't get can't get in right now. You gotta get in later. All right, kicking off the show. I feel like we should go uh, into the animal world. Ryan got this one called cocaine hippos. Uh, scientists are growing concerned about the rising from people about the rising population of hippopotamuses that were introduced to Colombia back in the 1980s by Joaquin Pan Pablo Escobar. The hippos, native to Africa, have extended from their original home and have invaded extensive areas of Magdalena River Basin in Colombia over the past several decades in the study. The population also vastly increased. We should just believe there are about 80 hippos, ancestors uh, from Escobar's former pets roaming the country, and up to 35 from uh, the count in 2012. According to the Smithsonian Magazine, the hippopotamus's feces fertilized, uh, I, b- I believe this is cyanobacteria, also known as blue algae, uh, in the water and uh, that they reside in and poses a serious danger to human and other animals as uh, the environment, it's in the environment itself, I apologize. The study also mentioned violent encounters occurring between humans and hippos, which if y'all didn't know that, that is definitely what, pop, what, what pops off of Africa. In 1980s, Escobar illegally imported several species of exotic animals to Colombia to establish a private zoo. This is how you know you're doing well with cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we need? A private zoo in this bitch. So I like those hippos. Right? Bring a few. A private zoo at his 7,000-acre ranch in Hacienda Nepolis, uh, located in the municipality of Oblitas Poto Triarfo. Among animals with four hippos, one male and three female. And think about that. He was a he on, they only need one dude. All right. Like he you you you're basically talking about you about to procreate with these hippos, you procreate hippos in this motherfucker, which why would you do that? After Escobar was killed in Colombia's national by the Columbia's National Police in 1993, the ranch and the person who were seized by the authorities. And while most of his exotic animals were relocated, the four hippos were left in the wild because they were too difficult to capture. It was like fuck them hippos. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's ruining everything. Right. And now they basically have to call them. That's the fuck. They like basically like, listen, we got to kill these motherfuckers, man. It's, these numbers are getting crazy out here. And it's nothing a natural predator to a fucking hippo. I, I'm a little shocked how you said too hard to capture. Like if in America, like if a bear like runs across the street, you shoot it and it's just dead. And they just don't do that with the hippos. They're just like, you know what? Since we can't capture them, honestly, we better just let them go. I mean, but you you know, okay, since you, you're an outdoorsy person. So black bears, they tell you to do what? Run. And grizzlies, they tell you to play dead because you don't stand a fucking Oh, I thought it was the same if it was no, a bear. grizzlies are different. They like, don't try it with a grizzly. Don't try shit. All right, that's how big a grizzly bear the is. The play like, dead, yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so that's a, and they, they also tell you, like, if you shoot a bear, he has so much adrenaline in him that he'll probably still be able to kill you depending on your distance, right? This is a fucking hippo, all right? It's, <laughs> this is like two, two and a half bears, basically, a full-grown motherfucking hippo. Well, you got an army, <laughs> don't you? Well, get the firing squad. Why does it got to be one man, one bullet, Russian roulette? <laughs> That's what, I don't know what, uh, 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 the, the, uh, in Colombia, what PETA is. 
But to see the army sitting there unloading on hippos, <laughs> just massacring, like just taking them out, right? I just don't understand. What, what were the capturing? Did they put like the stick in the box and it didn't go under there? And it was just like, you know what? You can't get them. Fuck it. It's, it's too, too wily. Hard. No, man, it's fucking dog. Hippos are dangerous as shit. So, I mean, me personally. Well, apparently, their die. shit is dangerous. Don't more people die from hippos attacks? In Africa, yes. Than alligators and crocodiles? I believe so. Hippos will fuck you up. Yeah. All right. It, it, right. I, I think it's something like crocodiles and like lions and something combined don't even equal like hippo deaths. In I saw this awesome video. There was like a wounded gazelle, and this hippo was protecting the gazelle from both the crocodile in the water and the hyenas on the land. Wow. Yeah, no, nobody nobody F's with hippos. F's with a hippo. You need a hippo alone. The the animal kingdom knows this very well. And uh apparently we, so do Colombians as well. They know, <laughs> hey, we can't capture it. You leave those things alone. Leave that alone alone. Yeah, yours truly will play dead, especially if a hippo's on crack. I, I'm gonna play dead. I ain't messing with that thing. <laughs> I don't think I don't think you play. I think you better run with the fucking yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's a diff, that's a different. I mean, if it just if it just sat on you, you're dead. If it stepped on you, you're dead. You know what I'm saying? Like it's that's a whole different beast right there. I'm running from them. And think about it, hippos. I think they can get up to like 35 miles an hour easy. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a fucking tank, basically. Because yeah. like for a crocodile and an alligator, you're supposed to like side swipe. You go side 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 side. You'll never outrun them going straight line. They'll catch you. They'll mow you down. So you go side to side with their stubby little arms. They can't get you. I wonder if there's like a hippo. Wait, let me ask you this. Not hippo. I don't know that a hippo is that agile. You got to do like a cone drill on the hippo, right? (laughs) (laughs) Got to get your hips. Twisting your hips. Got to slalom to survive the hippo attack. Real quick, real quick, Ryan. When you're talking about the alligator, what's the side to side distance? Like zigzag. You want a zigzag. How many steps in that zigzag? Is it just like one pop, two pop, or I'm like one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five? What I'm saying two and then plan on the third and push the other direction. That's what I would do. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming Mm. so you're starting full speed because you feel Uh like this thing is about to come. So I think it's dealer's choice at that point, and you almost want to kind of go to I think you want to go a few steps. Like you want to go in a clear direction so the animal thinks that it needs to go another way. And then you got to zigzag the other way. If you're just going like doing the ladder (laughs) trail, I don't think it's going to matter that much. (laughs) You can't do the Allen Iverson go weaving back and forth. (laughs) Like, I imagine like hopscotch where you're just kind of like your legs are just going straight to the side, straight, but you're just going same direction. Same direction yeah. I'm like, what the heck is he doing, man? <laughs> idiot! You're about to die, you idiot. Off. No, all right. This comes out of the Chicago Tribune. Um, the recent ridiculous spike in carjackings across Chicago is due largely to young people taking cars around the city to joyride in vehicles and dump them, a police officer told her Alderman Friday. And I was watching a, a car get jacked yesterday, and then after, and she was like, what do you think they're doing? I was like, they probably just cold. Like, they, I was like, I think they're just out here stealing cars because they got guns in their pockets. And it's like, dude, let's get out of the cold. Let's take this car real quick. It was like, the bus isn't coming. 
Guess we might still come. I think, like, for the most part, <laughs> with, with members of city council and public safety committees describing recent, re- I mean, describing residents and neighborhoods across Chicago as fearfully uh, of being carjacked while running daylight errands. Uh, uh, Chief Detective Brendan Dinahan said that some of the cars being stolen are office, uh, often at gunpoint and been used in other crimes. I did think that too initially, or cut up and resold uh, by criminal gangs. But many, uh, but in many cases, teenagers are taking the vehicles to drive around in them for a while, then they abandon them. Overall, the biggest spike we see right now is people taking cars, driving around for eight to ten hours to dump in them. Dinahan said the increase in carjacking has uh, has not just uh, been in Chicago, but the suburbs and nationwide. Uh, he also alluded to. There, there have been 166 carjackings in Chicago so far in 2021, uh, Denahan said. Police have made 108 arrests, but 58 of those uh, arrestees have been charged only with misdemeanor trespassing uh, to a vehicle. Listen, if them little motherfuckers pulled out a pistol, you better do more than misdemeanor trespassing, which they probably do. These probably are people that broke in the car and stole it mm-hmm. rather than someone that uh, actually carjacked and took somebody up out of the car. But I know just being in Chicago is definitely... Uh, crossed our mind a couple of times because Ashton's car uh, isn't even working. So we, I mean, since we both work from home, we've just been using the truck and I'm like, you know, you basically don't go get gas. I'll just go get gas out of it. Some of the shit, the thing is too, cause not like, like I got a new whip. Some of the shit these motherfuckers are stealing. It's just like, man, it is not even that serious. It was like a, um, Forgot what type of Pontiac it was, but I said a Pontiac. They don't yeah, even fucking make they just Pontiac. Gotta say Pontiac. I was going to say, that was how we were kids. It was, the, it was a Pontiac. Yeah. It didn't even have the same color uh, hood on it as the car. The hood was oh. black. <laughs> and this girl, this girl was at the gas station. This dude just walked up, told her to get out, let her walk let her walk away, uh, got in the car, and they pulled off. And I'll, say, I'll tell you this. I remember uh, me and one of my buddies used to get into it with my father. Uh, watch a Fox thing in the morning in uh, high school before we went to school. And he's like, man, if they carjack you, let that car go. We be like, they shooting motherfuckers even when they carjacking. Fuck that, I'm pulling off. Mm-hmm. Man, listen, let that car go. Right? <laughs> like, if, yeah. if that motherfuckers are going to let you walk away, man, get that motherfucking car yeah. up and let get that car go the other way. Man, either you're going to get it back or if it's insured, you'll get another one. But let that, that that's the real reason why that's here is a PSA. Let that motherfucking car go, all right? Like, let let that shit, it's not that serious if you still have your health. Now, if they shoot you and you have the guala on you, before you recess into the night, let that heat rattle. (laughs) 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 But if it's a peaceful exchange, just part ways with the vehicle, man, to say the least. Sydney, if you was in that situation uh, getting carjacked, uh, what what, 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 what would Sydney Brown do? I can see the feistiness in the Sydney. You know, curse at him as you give it up. To- <laughs> <laughs> if it and was what if it's a beautiful thing- white woman that's holding you? <laughs> <laughs> if it was legal to carry a pistol, I would still get out the car. But if the if that idiot didn't try to shoot first, I would shoot at him first. Dang! I'm well, just saying. It, it, is, if it, was legal. it is. It is legal to carry a pistol, Sydney. Yeah. Oh, okay. Carry. You could conceal and carry nowadays, Sydney, for like the last four years. You could carry a pistol. Well, it's so, on now. I'll go get my register on. <laughs> oh my God. Are you saying that? Because, okay, now this is a great, this is a great discussion gap. So, are you saying that, all right, Sydney, the person pulls you out the car, right? Gets in the car, they're about to pull off. You're going to pull out your gun and shoot them, right? Is that what you're saying? I'll try to shoot at him. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> Sidney Brown, the fastest yeah, gun in the Midwest. Now, this happened about a week ago or two. A gentleman, um, I believe he was in Logan Square, um, got out of his, 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 it may have been a truck, 
got out uh, to go grab something, left the car running, um, came back out. The car was somebody was pulling off in the car. He starts shooting at the car. Right. I believe they jump out. I think they may have shot at him, but the person jumps out, runs to another car that was out there waiting and they pull off and leave the car. Now, technically, you're not supposed to, if you have a concealed carry, discharge your weapon if it's over theft. Like, so you're not supposed to be like, oh, you stole my shit, right? Die! <laughs> you're not supposed to. Like, it's not, you're not the judge, jury, and executioner, Cindy Brown. <laughs> I'm just well, let's be honest, they'll, they'll be the person that comes to most people's minds. I'm going to clean up this little black boy blood that's left on my seats. <laughs> dumbass, dumbass, dumbass. Oh, so Ryan, if you, I think it's Ryan. It's Ryan frozen or is he leaving us? Ryan... Right. I think right. he's frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody bring Ryan back to life, please. Oh, there he is. Uh, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, was oh, he's getting Ryan. carjacked. That was Casket right. Ryan right there for a second. Man. The ghost of Sidney Brown <laughs> came down to Arizona. I, <laughs> take whatever you'd like, sir. <laughs> Ryan, oh, God. So, Ryan, if you was if you were concealing carry and somebody carjacked you, you gonna let that heat ride at him? Uh, I don't know. I'm not a big murder fan. And that's like, if someone is invading your house with loved ones, I start understanding that argument of let that heater ride. But I think with the car, I'm, I'm just going to let them have the car. I don't know. I might pull it out and be like, yo, you even think about it, bitch. I'm going to blast away. <laughs> so wait, let me be clear. So someone that has a gun, you're going to show them that you have a gun. This is already out. And you're going to be like, I got that shit too. I don't know. Like, that's a hard one for me because I don't want to murder and you kind of have some some protection. Like, I'll have insurance and the car would be stolen. And I I guess I would assume my insurance would be able to kind of help me out and take care of getting a new car. Is that worth a man's life or a woman's life? I don't know. That seems like yeah. a lot. It sounded like a Sam Cooke song right there when you just said that. Also, remember that cop, no, no, that cop, that fireman that unfortunately died over um, on 118th in uh, Western. They caught the, fir- the fourth guy in like Pennsylvania. He was extradited here this past week. Um, my, my, mind you, when they jumped out to rob him of his car, yeah, when first of all, no, don't get any Mopar. And most, most people, some people may not consider Jeep Mopar. I throw it in there with Mopar now. Anything with that SRT shit. Don't buy it. They're going to take you out of that motherfucker. Let it go. And I'm, my Grand Cherokee Lemon was my first car ride of my own, and I loved it. It's still probably the best ride I ever had, all-wheel drive. I wouldn't own a fucking Mopar if you gave that motherfucker to me. I'm trading that bitch in now. How motherfucker, That's the ride of all these motherfuckers. Uh, but the the, the, the the fireman had a, um, one of those Jeeps, some souped-up Jeeps, and he pulled out his revolver and exchanged fire, and he ended up being shot and killed. Um, so that's the thing. I just want you to know, like, if either you're going to blast your way out of that bitch yeah. or you're going to shoot a motherfucker in the back. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. So, like, I mean, that's, that's a thing. fair point. That's a fair point. <laughs> but don't but don't have a man have a gun to your face, Ryan, and you flash your shit. You're not even going to pull out. <laughs> I got one, too. Wait, 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 sir. If you would look down for just a moment. <laughs> You would see I as well have a weapon. <laughs> Jason, what about you? They can have it. Yeah. Murderous I'll walk away. Right. It's just a car. Right. Sydney out here murdered. Yeah, Sydney. Right. 
Only because it's a black man. She's like, ain't nobody going to matter. Might even tell him what's wrong with it. As ain't nobody going to miss you, no boy. Anybody going to miss you. Sitting brown. <laughs> <laughs> I love how it's to sign it and in blood, of course. <laughs> Sitting <in> brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, as they're driving away, I might even tell them, oh, go easy. This is this is broken. Right? <laughs> as Sydney's driving away, he's gonna be yelling the at problem. the dead body, being like, I thought you were gonna get my car, you idiot. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. This is out of Yahoo Entertainment. Uh Beth Kerferin uh were to do the bachelorette all over again. There's one big thing she would change. Uh, the season 14 lead revealed to the insider. She wished she talked to the men early on about politics. She turned to that, uh, that into regret, into advice she shared with the current bachelor, Matt James, who we all know as a brother. I told him, look, if I was a bachelorette again, the second I walked into the house after meeting everyone, I would say, who did you vote for and why? Let's talk about it, she shared. There's no way in hell they show that conversation. But for me, especially living through the past year, it would be important to me. The advice is especially poignant Given her breakup with Garrett, I believe this is Ugogren. We'll just call him Garrett. The pair ended their engagement a few months ago, uh, more, after a few months ago, after more than two years together. When the pandemic hit, George Floyd was murdered. We started uh, really having uh, different types of conversation that weren't necessarily we weren't necessarily having before. The designer added, while Guffrin's season of the Bachelorette was airing, old social media posts were unearthed showing that he liked. Messages that mock the LGP2 community, immigrant children, and survivors of the Parkland shooting. That's like the trifecta of fuckery right there. Cuffrin initially stood by Garrett uh, as he publicly apologized, but she feels different now. I've really reined in what's simply acceptable to me and what's not. This is what people should be living off of in the first place. This is what this Trump shit has really been giving us. In June, Garrett posted a message in support of police and made Black Lives Matter protests. Uh, prompting the former couple to have uh, those uncomfortable uh, them to have uncomfortable conversations again. I was like, "What's important to me? What's important to him?" She recalled. Are we going to be able to make it uh, and have a lasting relationship uh, for the lifetime uh, with our differences? She continued. How are we going to raise kids, and what kind of conversations do we want to have with those children? I can still have a relationship with myself and feel it's the right decision for me and my my children moving forward. So. <laughs> Again, for the people out there where it's like, a lot of people, and this is funny when you saw some of the people that jumped into the Capitol building, it's a lot of people that voted for Obama and they voted for Trump. Because it's like, I don't give a fuck, right? It's just yeah. like, whatever do, right? It's like, they're insane. They're exactly the fucking same. I found it interesting. To me, when she says this, it's, it's funny that people had to start having these conversations because of what took place and people should have been having these conversations in general. You know, it's one thing to not talk um, politics and religion at work or, you know, with associates, but with someone you intend on living the rest of your life with, that's a whole different conversation. Now, again, people, uh, married people uh, from across the line when it comes to being a Republican and Democrat, but also goes to show you when people like, for instance, be like, I'm, these people, we, we talked about this before, those people are pedophiles. And it's like, you know, both of those parties hang out together, right? right. So if one of them's fucking kids, they both fucking kids, right? right? right. They, they're, like, they're, right. they're like, come on now. They're, in front of us, they act like they don't get along. Not the liberals! Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just find it, it's funny that someone, ha you have to wait 
uh, until a really unfortunate incident takes place to have uncomfortable conversations when if you want to really get to the brass tacks with someone, you should start doing that to find out who you're dealing with in the first place. But Jason, what about you, man? You've been in situations like this. I don't know. How, how, how has it gone? I mean, this seems so unnatural to me to not talk about this till after you're serious with somebody. Like, this is pretty early on stuff to, like, establish what you value, at least for me. Um, it's even saying something that's evolved as I've gone through multiple people. Like, uh, it's one thing to have a tacit, like, belief and support in certain things, but then to be like, really repping the white suburbs, aren't you? And then just be like, all right, let's get somebody who's true to the true to the cause rather than just like lip service and what's maybe, uh, you know, expected for a level of decency. Right. Well, uh, yeah, I know after Sydney just murdered a man that we know where he's going to go with that one. <laughs> Our moral leg is very, very shaky, right? Wait, what was that? Our moral leg is very shaky at this point. Right. Exactly. I'll kill you. I, I think, uh, yeah, like, Jason, you put it pretty well. I, I mean, because they were engaged, right? Yes. Like, you're just going to be engaged. And all of a sudden, this dude's like, oh, I love this tweet that says, I hate homos. Like, you don't have these conversations with people beforehand. And then you're saying, obviously with George Floyd, like you never had an, a, like a run in with race whatsoever, where you were like, assuming this woman, let's say you go somewhere and he made a comment, never made a comment, nothing. He was just completely under the covers of this. And then George Floyd happens like, man, I don't know. Those police officers were doing what they were supposed to do. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I'm surprised it would have gone that long without her having any idea about this stuff. Yeah, they must not live the same lives we do, Ryan, because at home, I got to let off some steam and say some things I wouldn't say to even like friends. And like, that's who you're around is your your partner. And they're like, oh, God, what the fuck are you saying at home? What's that? <laughs> so, what I had to do this flip with all these blackies. <laughs> no, no. What the fuck is going on in this moment? Real quick, before City jumps in, I, I think, Ryan, you stuck it. The question is, since the temperature changed and the, the tenor changed in the country, and she went along with it, now the things that he says bothers her. Because you're right. Clearly, he said something in the past, but it's like, ah, that's, my last boyfriend talked like that. It's no biggie, right, right? right? But now where it's like, no, you know what? Now that she's having an awakening, quote, unquote, now she sees him in a different light, where you should have been seeing him in a different light, because I'm sure he wasn't hiding this shit like you're saying. Like, he's just covering up, right? Like, oh, That's a good you know, point. I, I got a perfect example, Ken. Right. One of our favorite whipping boys here, here on the history of the show. Like Jay Cutler, I never understood that. Again, he doesn't really believe in a lot of things. But like, no matter how attractive Kristen Cavallari is, I was just like, can't can't get down with your anti-vax nonsense because I'd be making fun of you all the damn time. Right. Like, like, we would talk out. about that on the show. <laughs> you nonsense. And then she'd be like, like I'm leaving. I'd be like, good. <laughs> you know. You know what, Sydney? You got something to add to that before I go to the next topic? All I have to say is this: If I'm seriously involved with the with a person, uh, the conversation of politics will have to be brought up at some point. Especially what happened at the Capitol a couple of weeks ago. If he's just going to ignore something like that, uh, I'm going to have a problem with it. But if I'm trying to uh, hit an acquittal, I can give less than a damn about your politics. Oh, for sure. Hey, yes, oh, sure. I like this, Sydney Brown. I got it. I got it. And I hit it. <laughs> 
kind of feeling the city if 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 Bridget had that wop and but still was a racist, you'd be like, it's that wop. Like that wop. Ken I was thinking when you said that about that girl, like how she had that awakening. I wonder if in her mind before she's like, man, it's weird. White men just hate black people. <laughs> Whatever, though. That's the norm. <laughs> I'm George Floyd? Oh, my God. We have problems here. Listen, I'm going to punt this because we got we got a QAnon uh, in here. But I want to punt this to one. I picked up from the Tribune since uh, Jason brought up Kirsten Cavallari and anti-vaccination. All right. Two weeks after getting the first dose of the Pfizer COVID vaccination, a 56-year-old doctor in South Florida died this week, possibly the nation's first death linked to the vaccine. Health officials from Florida and the Center for Disease Control and Prevention are investigating what role, if any, the vaccine played in the death. Uh, Dr. George Michael, a Miami-based obstetrician, uh, whose family says he was in otherwise good health. Michael received the uh, first dose uh, on uh, December 18th at Mount Sinai Medical Center, according to a Facebook post by his wife, Heidi Neckelman. Uh, three days later, small spots began to appear on his feet and hands, and he went to the emergency room in Mount Sinai, where he uh, worked, private, worked for his private practice for 15 years, according to a personal website. His blood clots were far, but his blood count, I'm sorry, was far below the normal range, according to Knuckleman, uh, and he was admitted to intensive care. For two weeks, uh, she said the doctors tried to raise uh, Michael's platelets, uh, platelet count. Experts from all over the country were involved in this care, she wrote. No matter what they did, the platelets count refused to go up. <clears throat> she wrote that Michael was conscious and energetic through the process, but just before uh, a, a last surgery, last resort surgery, he suffered a stroke and died. Neckelman did not respond to calls and emails Thursday seeking comment. Uh, Darren Capera, di- uh, director of uh, operations at Mount, uh, Miami-Dade Medical Examiner Office, said Michael died sometime between the 3rd and the 4th of this month. Uh, Caparera completed an autopsy on the 5th, but it's too early to make any conclusion. Michael's samples have been sent to experts at the CDC for testing. Also, with the work from the Florida Department of Health, nothing has been finalized. Everything is still pending. Michael's death is the first in Miami, uh, the medical examiner's office, where it's investigated where a COVID vaccine is suspected to have played a role. A spokesman for the CDC has said an agency is investigating only one death in which the vaccine may have been involved. He will not confirm if it was Michael's death. In a statement, uh, the South Florida Sentinel spokesman for Pfizer said the company is aware of Michael's death and is highly uh, clinical. It's a highly unusual clinical case. So... <clears throat> You brought up uh, anti-vaccination, and I felt like we should go into vaccination since we had a a baby. And I'm not doing this by any means to uh, stoke fear in the vaccine. I just want to point that a case like this happens so everyone has enough information because I'm I'm clearly going to end up probably taking that vaccine. All right. Give me my vaccine. Um, So thoughts. I guess I'll go with you, sis, since you didn't really pipe in on the last one. Uh, And hearing that this doctor who was healthy, 56 year old healthy male, and it seems that he had some reaction to this uh, vaccination. It's a small, a a long case right now. You know, we heard some other things. How do you still feel about taking the vaccination? And would there be any, um, fear whatsoever in taking that, I guess I should say. Uh, I still kind of have that. I'm going back and forth with the back and forth. Well, whether I want to take it or not, Uh, if I have to take it, I'll end up getting it. But shout out to our guy, D. Uh, I know uh, he was on the program a few weeks ago talking about um, again, his tubes tied and walking around with orange testicles and all that. If my life had to depend on it, um, getting my tubes times on getting that COVID shot. I'm getting that COVID shot. 
Well, hold on. Let's back up. <laughs> Are you saying that you're saying that you get the COVID shot over getting snipped is what you're saying? I'm not walking around with orange testicles. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. That's what you <laughs> Okay, go ahead, Ryan. Wow, we know the we know the name of this episode, the truth of Sydney Brown. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I love it. I'll murder you over these orange testicles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I have a, a, I guess a little, I don't know. We've talked about this a bunch. I don't want to make any fear in the vaccination either. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but Ken, we've obviously talked about the problems with potentially this vaccine because it's never been done this way. And it's usually you test it out for years and years and years, and we're not going to do that. We have no idea what's kind of going in us in a way. And then mm-hmm. on top of it, for me, I'm in Arizona and I'm reading stuff where it's like essentially impossible for me to go into a store and not be exposed to someone that has it there at some point. Because it's just like one in every like 119 or something people have it in Arizona at this rate. So I feel like I've been exposed to it a lot and has not affected my life. I don't have the fear of hurting like my mother and stuff like that. Obviously I don't want to be a spreader to other people. So I'm debating that, but I'm not in any rush, honestly, to get this vaccine right now. Jason. Yeah. I mean, I kind of sort of adjacent to what Ryan's saying, like from the get go, I knew there'd be a a long time before I was able to like get it. So it's like pretty sure we're gonna work out the kinks by then. But by even the fall? you think by the fall it's gonna be straight. But <laughs> even uh, even without that, uh, <laughs> shit, it better have it at least by the fall. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy, we got this shit ready for Jason. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Before we found out that recipe was right. Like, go ahead, Jason. <laughs> We've got, you, you kind of have to look at, uh, at the danger. And, uh, you know, right now, I think I've heard of maybe one or two other cases in the whole country that are similar to the one you just brought forward. But now we've got, you know, mutations that are vaccine resistant or vex, uh, uh, strains that are more deadly and also more contagious. You so you to look, Africa. You have to look at the risk factors. So okay. that's serious. What's that? No, I'm saying I'm, I'm serious. The UK strain initially was looked at as being more contagious. Now they're saying it's more deadly. And this deadly is like, too. like yeah. Boris Johnson, I believe, said this, not just some random person and also the South African strain. But please continue, Jason. Yeah. So it's one of those things. You assess the risk factors and acknowledge that there is going to be like you don't want to say like, oh, well, we're going to vaccinate people and some people are going to die. But if you're looking at the reality of it, if you're not vaccinating, a hell of a lot more people are going to die than if you are vaccinating. And from an individual level to like live your life and lead your life without like the daily fear of exposure, like Ryan was talking about. And, you know, not just for your own safety, but but the way that this has gone on, not knowing whether or not you're carrying it with so many asymptomatic trans um, transmissions. Uh, in order to live a life and not just be like racked with guilt, like it, it's kind of a no brainer to go out and get this, right? I feel up, yeah, to be honest with you, even though there's a lot of people say, I mean, when you look at the fact that 
it actually works with your DNA. Actually, I believe the protein outside of your DNA because that does more work than actual DNA does, but it actually is going into your DNA. It's like, oh, this is this is different. This is this one is- other thing, though. You re- we, we get advertisements in this country about every single drug for minor inconveniences that people have. And sudden death is oftentimes one of the symptoms that's run down in the legal. Like, it's not uncommon for things that aren't like completely altering your lifestyle the way in which this pandemic is. For people to not even question that their ED might kill them, their ED drug might kill them. They're like, no, oh, it's fine. I got to get it up. But it comes hey, around to something like this. Hey, I don't know where you're getting your blue diamonds at, Jason. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. There are, there are a lot of people inconvenient <laughs> that, that they are less likely to take serious the risk factors of taking said drug than for this vaccination. Listen, no more Tijuana Viagra for you. That's all I got. <laughs> Fuck around. I will it's say, around. like, it, <laughs> that liquor store, that liquor store ripped out the function drugs. Oh, shit, girl. <laughs> this is my last drug. This one hey, you got a quarter? Don't <laughs> 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 I will say, when you see those, like, skin, like, eczema or something, like, new medication, and one of the symptoms is death, I I wonder about those people. Like, you really need clear skin that badly that you're willing to die over it. Okay. I'm with you. Fuck this, man. Just love me for who I am, man. I got both. (laughs) Deal with it. Dude, like, get over it. All right? That's who I am. Like, I'm not taking that. I'm not taking that. Like you said, the Exmos too be like, what? I'm like, damn, what type of Exmo do you have? Well, people with like digestive <laughs> yeah, problems, right. that one of the symptoms for taking their medicine so they have better digestion is that their intestines explode, possibly. Like, it's like, that, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. You doesn't. want that? You want to go septic? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. <sighs> oh, this boy. is from Complex. It didn't take long for some pro-Trump rioters supposedly to turn on their commander in chief. Donald Trump left office without pardoning anyone charged in connection with the January 6th storming of the U.S. Capitol building. With no presidential pardon in sight, attorney for one of the most notorious rioters, the horn shirtless QAnon follower, Jake Angeli, I think this Angeli, uh, says his client evidently regrets being duped by Trump, pushing the blame of, uh, on former POTUS, who is now facing his second impeachment proceedings because of the deadly riot. The request was of an extraordinary value in that it accorded Trump an opportunity to do what his his followers believed would have been an honorable thing to do. Angelina's attorney, uh, Al Watkins, uh, told uh, KMMO V4. Mr. Chasterly, along with many others who were uh, similarly situated, are now compelled to reconcile a betrayal by a man whose back they felt they had for years. You dumbasses. Trump issued a series of pardons before leaving office. Little Wayne, Kodak Black, and some of y'all who don't know from the tech, and Harry O. Harry O's the infamous drug dealer. He's like huge. His money helped start death row. And he didn't pardon y'all. He pardoned some of the biggest trash black <laughs> 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 He regrets very, very much not having, having been, not just being duped by the president, 
but by being in a position where he allowed the duping to put him in a position to make a decision he should not have made, a Watkins said in an interview of local news. Angeli is facing federal, federal charges of civil disorder, obstruction of an official uh, proceeding, disorderly conduct in a restricted building, demonstrating in the Capitol building, entered a restricted building without lawful authority, uh, and violent entry, and disorderly conduct on Capitol grounds. <laughs> All these motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> dude, dude. I was thinking about this shit earlier. Because I just don't get it. Because just like you see the lady that was crying, and she's like, Trump, please, Joe Biden is here, save us. Dude, I grew up at the Leaving Jewels. This motherfucker used to be right there on the rack. And I didn't know at the time he was feeding and inquiring in the tabloids half of these stories. This motherfucker's been a scumbag since the 80s. How the fuck did he, he, did y'all think he was doing something for y'all? Like, it's just, you have to come to grips with you played yourself, right? Like, I saw a guy uh, from Australia who was a QAnon person talking about when he shook himself out of it. And, uh, and he was talking about, I forget this saying that Trump says, it's like tippity top, something like that, right? And then somebody said, yeah, it's like tippity top, this is some saying. And he was saying that uh, QAnon said that when Trump says this, he, it means that he's down with us, right? But Trump didn't say it when he, he said Trump, Trump was on set at the State of the Union. Trump didn't say it to months later at Easter, uh, before the Easter egg hunt that they do on what, the White House grounds. And he mentioned it. And people was like, there you go. And he was like, see, that's when I knew it was bullshit. No, you should have been known it was bullshit. And he went on to say <laughs> yeah. that um, due to his depression, it's kind of how he fell into it. No, and again, I'm not dissing that. And by, by any means, taking a shot at anybody with depression uh, from feeling like at times I've had at least twice in my life where I feel like I was probably clinically depressed. <laughs> But I'm saying that you're still not being honest with yourself. Because even when I was depressed, I wasn't just falling for the okie doke, right? Let alone <laughs> by professional grifters. Like, it's not like Trump got into the White House and started to grift. He's been, like, we've known he's been grifting and by as far as bankruptcy, you know what I'm saying, as far as a philanderer when it comes to what, this has been his MO since the 80s, Right. So how in the world can you sit there and act like, oh, yeah, man, I, now I feel like everything's on the up and up with him. He's doing this shit for me. You all deserve what you get for storming that building and him playing you. And then the fact that they told him, like, man, you better not part nobody. That shit going to be bad for you. He had to be like, well, oh, well, motherfuckers. Like, oh, it's sweet. I'm sorry, you guys. I enjoyed that too much. <laughs> how do you guys feel? I don't care who jumps out. Anyone that you can answer the question as I just sit here and relax and take a section to catch my breath because it's just it's 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 sweet passion over here at Lust when it comes to this. Jason, you seem like you have something to say. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean you summed it up pretty well. I mean these people are fools. And in addition to this part, I heard about how the, the movement, this conspiracy movement, was falling all over itself during the inauguration like this was supposed to be the moment the reckoning or whatever they call it storm, i believe is what yeah, it's called and they're like literally watching along and the, the hands are on bibles and then that's where they're finally realizing wait a minute this isn't real no shit it's not real <laughs> what? And as for that angeli guy like he claims to be an actor he has zero film credits Zero roles of any kind. He's made it less than a mile away from his high school. I, I consulted my Arizona, my Phoenix expert, which is not Ryan. He hasn't been there long enough yet. <laughs> he went to a trash place for high school and he never made it out. And so not surprising that he got duped by a dumb conspiracy theory. Wow. Sydney, what, what, what are your thoughts? 
Uh, a couple of things. Uh, one, let's not forget about the Central Park Five. Um, Good one, City. Uh, that's more important. That's more yeah. important. City. Great one. Yeah. So, uh, any, uh, anybody that hasn't checked out that PBS special, um, the Central Park Five, from I think it was about six, seven years ago. Please look it up online. I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere. Yeah. But uh, uh, all the people that the the 45 has uh, that he that he pardoned the the last day he left office. Did any of you guys catch uh, Brian Erlacher's brother Casey Dell's pardon too? We knew like, that. Oh. We knew that. That's why. Listen, no, no, no. We said that on this show that that when Brian Erlacher went to the White House, we was like, it's fine because that was that was like a, like two months after Casey got popped for the gambling thing out there in whatever city he was the mayor of, which is still beyond me, right? But no, we said that he did it because Brian I forgot Erlacher, about it. I was like, whoa, yeah, whoa, he whoa, went man. there to get. His, this is before we found out that Brian Erlacher was like. Whoa, what y'all didn't like Black Lives Matter, all the Black Lives Matter stuff. This was prior to that. We we were still cool with him doing it for his brother. We didn't know he also did it because he liked Trump too, probably. But uh, this is you know, and that's 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 just getting here, Brian Erlacher. You know what I'm saying? We didn't know how it changed right. anything or whatever. But yeah, I mean, we 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 thought Casey was gonna get off when bro when he gave him the jersey. It was like, oh, you out there for your brothers? And listen, for brotherly love, it's understandable for anybody who got somebody off. You know, saying so you gotta look. Lil Wayne had drugs and a gun. I don't even know yeah. what the hell Kodak Black was in there for. Harry O had been in jail for like 32 years, all right, like waiting to, to get out. I don't know if, if Trump probably got some good yayo from one of his connects back in the day. He was like, boy, that, that Harry O shit, he, got, he need to get back on these streets because his his recipe was sweet, to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> sweet, sweet, sweet cocaine. <laughs> it's Ryan Trezeguet. Bradley, oh my goodness! I think my phone overheated or something, and it was just like lagging. So mm. I'm trying my computer now. I heard everything you want to say, or I had a couple things from what you guys were talking about. Yeah. I wanted to make sure the kudos to Ken because he talked about Casey Erlacher. Exactly why Brian was doing that tweet when we did the flip. Uh, I forgot the gentleman's name in Kenosha that got shot, and Brian Erlacher came out with all those. Tweets defending him, and Ken said, "Like, hey, if you try to get your brother getting a pardon with this dude in office, you're probably gonna say some stuff like that." But maybe that's how he feels, anyways. Regardless, and then the other thing is what you also said, Ken, and I'm sure JC, you said the same thing. Like these idiots, like Trump has been a piece of crap for I don't know how long. I mean, it, it, the 80s, like you said, and what, you do one show on NBC and all of a sudden, oh, <laughs> what a darling of a, a darling of a man. He is such a good man. Why would NBC ever put anyone terrible on there or something like that? Like, this dude has been, like, cheating on bankruptcy laws to keep his silver spoon money for how many decades? Like, he's just a little bit below Donald Sterling, if not on the same level. I, yeah, I think they rock together. They they rock. I'll say this too for anybody that doesn't know. When Sydney mentioned this, just to go into it a little bit deeper about the Central Park Five, uh, when these five gentlemen were arrested for an alleged rape in uh, Central Park, these five black dudes and, and uh, put in jail, um, um, uh, he basically called for them to be killed, be executed, uh, and they were all found to be found innocent. So five innocent men, minors. Yeah, on top of that, minors. Five minors. These five minors, he called for them to be executed. He had nothing to do. It's just, he wasn't on the TV show that he just did this just to just to do it. He took out it took out a, a ad and a, a paper. Whole page ad, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Just like on 9-11 when he called in to brag about having the tallest building in the city. Right. Never mind all the people that just died. Hey, it's it's, it's uh, you know, it's he's he, staying. But he cares, point. he cares about the country though. He really does. 
He's staying on point. All right, guys, a couple more that we get out of here. Uh, one I had to do because it's just funny that this took place and it's, I definitely threw some money at it yesterday. I threw $20 at it. Fuck it. USA Today. If you purchase a mega, mega million dollars ticket from Michigan, pay close attention. The $1 billion jackpot uh, winning uh, ticket, the third largest in uh, lottery history, was sold in Michigan according to the Mega uh, Millions website. Friday's winning number, 426, 42, 50, 60, and a Mega Ball of 24. Did any one of you guys play uh, the lot of the Mega Millions uh, this past week? I'm anti-lotto. <laughs> That's good. You Anti. But you're not anti-murder. <laughs> <laughs> we have learned a lot of that shit today. I was like, that. man, listen, I won't play that lot of it. I'm going up in your ass real quick. What you about man. To say, what you about to say, Jason? Jason? Oh, I didn't have anything. That was Ryan. Okay. Ryan, did you were you about to say? I, no, did you play Jason? Oh no. No. Okay, okay. And you anti-lottery like three times my whole life. Like, yeah, you've got a very anti-lottery uh, vibe coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when it was like a billion plus dollars, like back in 2018, uh-huh. I played that one. This is I was gonna right behind it. I had a plan. Yeah, largest. Oh, it, until it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I only play for gold and silver, baby. No browns here. I, I was just out of the week. I didn't realize that it had gotten that big. It was a billion dollars this past. <laughs> no, no, no. But the last time it was a bill, I, I, I played. <laughs> it's only gold and silver. <laughs> <laughs> what about no bronze here. You can keep your bill. <laughs> I was just unaware. That's all. Yeah, I, uh, I I'm out of the loop on a lot of things. I can't. I gotta. I gotta be watching the Capitol twenty four seven. We never. <laughs> you don't know who's walking in that bitch all of a sudden. Capitol <laughs> police and, and senators apparently might be crocodiles in there. You see everybody zigzagging all over the place to get out. Well, you know, Trump did want to put a moat around around the border, so oh, you know, he'd get some cocaine hippos if that. Oh was. yeah, he's like, oh, you need to get rid of the cocaine hippos. Bring them to me, please, Mister Trump. This is not going to get you reelected. Well, he'll actually do in prison for import illegally importing exotic animals when he imports those 40 coke hippos and that's how right. it'll be, it'll and then be comes out hard against immigration on top of it it'll be Even like uh, it'll be like when uh, they put scarface away for uh tax evasion they didn't get him on all the other stuff you mean Al Capone, uh, yeah, Al Capone. yeah not scarface that was a fictional character no 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 but yeah yeah also i was about to say that. i was about to say okay well, when you said it, it just made al capone yeah, you I know, thought they were too. Yeah. With the uh, culture that we grew up in, you say Scarface, they're thinking about Al Pacino. True. All right. Man, when they locked Al Pacino up for them, <laughs> <laughs> not Serpico. They didn't get him. <laughs> uh, I didn't play. I was aware of the jackpot. I totally just completely forgot to get it. And I, I wasn't feeling lucky to. And I always. I always want to feel good going into it, and I wasn't feeling especially lucky, so that kind of contributed to me not playing. But right. I'm certainly yeah. not like Sydney anti-lottery. Just so y'all know, the Powerball is like it about about damn near the same thing. I'm gonna tell y'all yeah, real quick. I'm gonna definitely play. I'm gonna tell you, Jason, just in case. So <laughs> you know, I'm not anti. Hey, I just play. I, mean, I know it may not be enough for you. Right. I can count on one hand how many times I played. Because the first time I played Lotto, I I was 
probably in my mid twenties. Cause I never did that go out and get it when you could first do it. Yeah. Like I didn't go to a casino right away. I didn't play the lotto right away. I didn't buy cigarettes right away. That I did everything right away. That wasn't my thing. But I, I did wrote, vote right away. That's, someone hit the Powerball this uh, this past week. Both of them were over like seven hundred, even though Mega was at a billion. Somebody hit. Both. Do you know what the take home is? On I that? think it, I think it's like six hundred. Like... Enough. What's Woo! the yeah. uh, The winning numbers in Tuesday's eight hundred and sixty-five Mega Million drawings were. 10, 19, 26, 28, 50, and Mega Ball 16. The catch lump sum was 638. This is from the Mega was 860. Uh, this is from Tuesday. It would have been $638 million you walked away from. Dang. You, you know how many people you can make rich with that money? Like, you can actually look out for people. Like, I got to get, like, this type of money to make a lot of people happy because if I just had, like, 20 mil... Yeah, you could put six hundred. Talking about when I when I was when I played it in twenty eighteen, I was like a billion dollar take home. All right, I'm gonna set up a publishing company, a production house, all this shit, and then too much, too much. (laughs) (laughs) What? You got enough money to throw down the hole? I I feel you. Yeah, like I could I could support people and like I'm putting profit. I'm putting 300 mil in some kind of trust, 300 mil in the charity, and that 38, we're living, baby. We are living with that 38 mil. You said you put 300 mil in a charity. Yeah, that's the only thing I want to do. I want to do a charity, something to give back. You got to give back. You need to found a foundation. You're good. You got to do your own thing. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It would be my own charity. Yeah. yeah, don't trust anybody else with that level of cash. They will oh, they, no, they, 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 they hit you up real. <laughs> but you gotta get back. Oh, yeah. 300 mil is good. Good number, 300 yeah. mil in a trust. That'll yeah, grow this, real good. 50 mil I'm gonna put in that trust. It's gonna grow. But see, you got 638. You got 638, 300 in a trust, 300 in a charity, and you got 38 to play Man, with. I got to diversify more than that. I got to get real estate holdings, and I got to, you know, like again, publishing house, production company. Well, Jason, we know if that thing too. is a million short of a third record, you're not going to go for it ever. <laughs> I need a hundred. I need a hundred million dollars in gold, one, just Ooh. in case. Ooh, just in case all the paper money goes to shit, and gold is volatile too. Maybe I'll get it in silver instead. Of, but I'm t- I'm getting on, on on something like that just in case we all go like paper money goes to put. I'm still gonna be a king. I'm like I got gold. Instead of the traditional Scrooge McDuck diving in all the things, instead I'm imagining Ken on ice skates <laughs> with bullion <laughs> instead of ice, and he's just skating around on top of his bullion. W- wouldn't you want diamonds though? Wouldn't diamonds be a little bit better for the future? Mm. If everything goes to shit, there's practical uses for gold. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's practical uses for diamonds. Nobody's using real diamonds to cut shit with. Like no. they <laughs> might in the future when the <laughs> currency goes. Use for diamonds. Ain't nobody taking like the bluest of all gems and be like, yeah, cut, cut this shit with like. Yeah, like I was watching Daily Mail. Cardi B showed off her like engagement ram. Just imagining her 20 years from now, like trying to cut up something with her engagement ram. <laughs> <laughs> Currency goes to hell. Right. So I, I'm I, I definitely need a hundred million in, in whatever alloy that I know is gonna in case everything goes to shit, I'm still rich. I'm definitely gonna start up a charity. If I got that much money, everybody I fuck with fuck with is at least getting a million. No, no, you're gonna get a million dollars at least, right? And I'm gonna buy you your house, but the million dollars you can't touch. 
it's in a bank account and you got to live off a hundred thousand dollars a year. Everything yeah, else I you like do, with everything. And with the I'm house, sure. with the yeah. house, I would create my own subdivision somewhere. Like you can live wherever you want. Here's your money. You can go buy a house wherever you want, but this is your other house if you want. In the yeah, I got crash pads all over the world. That that's with the, the oh, Definitely, Jason. Definitely. London, Sydney, Tokyo, New York, LA, doesn't matter. All the all, You're all flying too much. I, need, I need it domestic right now. I need to be spending yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not having But if you're private jetting, that's to what Tokyo. Jetting. And when it's like or Floyd Mayweathering to Tokyo. That wasn't that's a priority a before, but maybe it is now when you win the lottery is to get that private that's jet. That's a little I different. Got, I got a private jet. Listen, I can't I can't just be out here regular with that. Especially when you send that yeah. private jet, I might be like, I'm yeah. sending a jet. <laughs> Sydney Brown. <laughs> you know what that means, right, girl? I said Sydney Brown. Right. <laughs> Don't you even think about jacking it. Or I'll pull my piece <laughs> I need you doing my jet now. <laughs> All right, last one. Uh, one, we, we we didn't say at the beginning of this show, but uh, we we know today that Larry King, uh, um, great great host, uh, interviewer, um, passed alive, lived many many lives with many many wives. Uh, I'm not even saying that in a disrespectful manner because Sidney Brown was we were talking about Larry King and we were talking a little bit before you go like hey Aaron I was saying that you know because he had to be a, a, an iconoclast or a, just such a, a virtue in black culture Hank Aaron couldn't have seven wives he had to have only one it's unfair to a Hank Aaron I just want <laughs> that to is. that all right you know uh, real- but to your wives thing and not to be disrespectful I seriously thought when I saw the headline he died like doesn't he have a youngest child of like under 10 i was thinking like man that's terrible yeah. that's messed up that's messed up uh, let's say the least you know what i'm saying and i won't even go into it but maybe that's why you don't have kids me at all but anyway that trilogy he had to do what d did that and he should have done what d did all right oh yeah because, I mean, it's only being fair. Again, I don't want to do that on Larry King passing. Larry King, we wish you the best. This is really about Hank Aaron. Um, real quick, this is from USA Today. <laughs> it is. Fuck all that. I'm being honest. Yeah, fair Predict- enough. Predict- <laughs> I love the wives thing, though. Now, poor Hank. Poor Hank. This is me. Couldn't be out there just yeah. the real hammer. But, uh, <laughs> you see, I'm on Babe Ruth's ass, and you want me to just have another woman? Are you nuts? <laughs> oh boy <laughs> alright this is from USA Today predictable, authentic, consistent and a standard bearer for excellence um, that best describes Henry Aaron that his teammates saw and knew on a daily basis during his legendary major league uh, career those words amply both uh, apply both to Aaron the most feared player in the game during all time, during that time Aaron the person. He lived a life and went about his craft with the same unwavering business-like approach and humility and strength. Quiet confidence is how I remember him. Former Braves teammate Tom House said of the Hall of Fame home run hitter who died Friday at the age of 86. <clears throat> Aaron never left, never let his fame or anyone else else's status impact how he carried himself or how he treated people. And I want to shout out to Hank Aaron. Um, we, we can go back to when Barry Bonds, full of Cleveland career at HGH, broke his record. He didn't go take the low road, right? You know, you know, like definitely, like we know, uh, 
uh, what's what's the name that used to be uh, Buzz Selig wanted it to Buzz Selig wanted it. Look, boy, Selig was like Trump to Pence. Like, I want you to say this shit about him, right? <laughs> Say it, say it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, but I was friends with his dad. I can't be mad at the guy. Right. right. <laughs> what do you want me to do? I brought in steroids, but say it, Hank. Say it. <laughs> oh. He was like, Mr. Hank Aaron was like, man, you know how many of those greenies Willie was on back then? <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but essentially Hank Aaron was like to the home run as Tony Gwynn was to the single. Or to a At, base hit. Well, no, actually, you're underscoring. You're underscoring Hank Aaron again because Hank Aaron had what three thousand over three thousand hits. I think, like I saw this yesterday. If Hank Aaron didn't have hit one home run, he's still a Hall of Famer. Like that's how crazy his offense is. When you're saying that Tony, like, so because he never you, had like. A fifty-four runs. He never had a forty-four. That's the thing. He doesn't drop off. It's just every it's year. It's like 41, 41, 41, 41. And when this is in a time period where sometimes the next guy over or up was like thirty something or fifty or sixty, like he was just forty something, forty something, forty something for like twenty plus years. Man, like so yeah, think about that. The level of consistency. Even out the, without the home runs, he's still all. I'll just let you know offensively how dominant or cons- consistently dominant uh, Hank Aaron was. But also, oh, 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 I on top like of he's that, he's pretty underrated. As uh, like he is a, because he was a sports yes. athlete. He wasn't a rah rah guy or a glitzy guy. Like we think about Willie Mays with the the basket catch over his back. Right. You know, I like you think- didn't. The markets he played in and the time that he played in them, like okay, if he was in Atlanta today, because Atlanta is a very different city. For the tail end of his career, like it would have been a whole different story. But he spent most of the time in Milwaukee, or at least the right. early period. Yeah, right. he was dominant in Milwaukee. Nobody cared about Milwaukee even in 1955. Right, so that's couldn't even, true. He couldn't even have wives, and he's living in Milwaukee. Oh. <laughs> 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 man. Truly legendary sacrifice. I, I know. He moved down to Atlanta. And they got. Uh, it's, it's not. It, Atlanta's not hot Atlanta yet. Yeah. I know. As soon as he passed. Jesus met him at the pearly gates. Like Hank, I did you wrong a little bit. You little come bit. on in, brother. Little <laughs> bit. I gave you that you swing, got, though. You, you got to give me that virgins or whatever. Or Sixteen virgins. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. nobody, wants, nobody wants virgins. All right, let's be honest. Exactly. I mean, there could be a few in there, but you can't have primarily. No, no, you see that's going to get sexist. You want someone who's a little. Well, isn't little, this sexist? Is just what we prefer. You want somebody who's just starting out, but also kind of knows a little bit about themselves. It's I, just a stereotype yeah. or a, a outdated thing. Like I don't. No, I want you to have a. Little, I'm too old. All right, to be teaching. Yeah. No, I'm teach with you. you. I don't teach want teach, teach, teach. to me. Yeah. I would equate that to a dry rub wing. I want that sauce, baby. <laughs> That's a weird analogy. I wouldn't have made that analogy, but fair enough. On that note, <laughs> make sure yeah. you check out Sydney Brown and Second City Sports and on Wheel Rigger Radio. And Jason. do not check him out at his car. Do not no. check him out there. Yeah. That's yeah. Okay. He's going to kill you for that. All right. <laughs> hey, you got a light? Yeah, dude. Bang, 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 bang. That car's worth $1,200. And Sydney's going to put your ass in the dirt over that motherfucker. Excuse me, sir. Can I trouble you for a dollar? No. Bang, 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 bang. I'm going to go on his window at the stoplight after the freeway. 
<laughs> so yeah, you could you could check out the murderer on Second City Sports. <laughs> uh, and that's a, no. your, uh, your tail lights out. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> uh, Jason will be back with the show on a regular basis. Uh, you know me and Ryan will be there for you on Wednesday with that Davis show. Uh, we always appreciate it. Um, don't do anything crazy before you hear from us again. We gone. The flip. <laughs> <laughs>